Hello, the podcast people, two dudes with some balls coming at you on this beautiful Monday, back in that routine on Mondays. We are here with a new voice. We're starting to bring in features, like we said, guest interviews, and we got an excited little squirrel in the house tonight, ready to talk about some balls. His name is, actually, let's let you introduce yourself. Say, say your name, say where you're from, your age. What's going on? I'm Brett Pearson from Carrollton, Missouri, 21 years old, and stoked to be on here today and is your favorite thing about being here that the fact that you get to talk about balls or the fact that you get to see mine and boost beautiful faces a little bit of both all right let's that's a, that's a great answer booth you want to say hey to the people really quick uh not really you know oh all right mixing up today you not having a good day rolling, you know are you sad brett's taking up your time <laughs> no we only have time for two intros so <laughs> okay <laughs> okay brett really quick before we get started uh well, before we get started, for the people back home, Brett Pearson is my roommate. We play together at SIUE. He's uh, pretty annoying, but he's a big Chiefs fan, and that's a big reason why we have him on the show today. Uh, unbiasedly, he's going to be on the show today, hopefully. But we are only going to – we're going to pull a little little Armstrong cycler here. You know, only one ball today, Booth. You know what I'm saying? Awkward silence from Booth. Brett, you excited to get started on this ball? We're talking about three of maybe the most overly hyped NFL teams coming into this year that are not performing well. Maybe not Pittsburgh, but we're talking about the Seahawks. In the NFC West, we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, who probably aren't supposed to be one and two right now. And then we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we're just going to run right into this thing. Let's start off with our football today. I'm going to start here talking about Seattle. I'm going to start here with the Seahawks after they lost to the 0-2 Vikings this afternoon with the final score being 30-17, I believe it was. Yeah, 13-point loss. Uh, they were up 17-7 at one point. And pretty much the point of this podcast is to talk about what's wrong with these teams. Simple enough, the Seahawks' defense is trash. And it doesn't matter how good Russell Wilson is, which he is good. It's really quick. 63 of 86, 844 passing yards, seven touchdowns to zero interceptions. Way better than that bum Mahomes over in KC. I'm just shouting out Brett really quick. But anyways, the defense is terrible. Starting off on third down conversions. They're giving up 20 third down conversions on 41 attempts, which is just one under half. They average 5.8 yards given up per play, 4.5 on the ground is 7.9 through the air, and the average time of possession for the opposing team is 38 minutes. 38 minutes in a 60-minute game, doesn't matter how good your offense is. If your defense is always on the field, it's not going to matter. It's not going to help you win games. And so on the other side, you're looking at it. The offense for Seattle is struggling a little bit to be a little more dynamic and keep the defense off the field at the same time. I think part of it is they can score so quickly that it hurts the defense at times. But the offense only averages 157 yards per game, while the defense allows 227 yards per game. And there's one player that I'm going to – really quick, I want to give out a shout-out to my former roommate, Ryan Swanson, Skull Vikes, finally beating the Hawks. Congratulations to that. But Trey Flowers, the cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks, is the most dog shit player I have ever seen grace the field of the NFL. Like, if he ever came on this show, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want his balls in my show. I wouldn't want him because he's so bad. He There's a clip today. If I can find it, I'll try to put it on there. But if you watch the game, he's literally playing man coverage, and he's just – doesn't even know where he's going. He's nowhere near a player on his side of the field. And they're lining him up against the top receivers today. They're lining him up against Thielen or Jefferson, and he's getting cooked, whoever he's on. It is a horse. And Quandre Diggs, who was a pro boy last year, who I think is a good player but kind of fell into a lucky situation with some go-lucky interceptions last year, is just not tackling people. He tries to hit Derrick Henry last week, despite Derrick Henry being a monster, but just lets him pass him. And the same thing happened today with Dalvin Cook Jr., 
just not good for the Seahawks. And if the defense doesn't figure it out, they need to turn around. I think Ken Norton needs to get fired. That's about it for them. Brett, let's talk about KC. What's not working for your boys down south in Missouri? Well, first off, I mean, defense is the big issue coming into the week. And honestly, the defense really didn't do terrible this week. Looking at the categories, um, Kansas City, honestly, they won a lot of the categories. They won total yards. Um, they only ha- they held the Chargers to 77 rush yards, which against Baltimore was just an absolute just meltdown on defense. Couldn't stop the run. On Herbert outdueled Mahomes today with four TDs, 281 yards. I mean, they won Chargers. Mike Williams was a big problem today. Like nobody could guard him. Keenan Allen looked good today. That's what, that's what um, Boo said earlier. He said Mike Williams is a beast or something like that. Yeah, I mean, his body, I mean, his size, I mean, just throw it up to him. That guy was coming down with it. He had seven catches, 122 yards, two TDs. Like, when you talk about si- when you talk about size, what do you mean? Tall. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> where, where? Yeah, where is he tall at? No. Hi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, I just yeah, had to know. You, you, yeah, you know, you know, you know you what know. we're on. Do you think but, part of it's Cliff Averill not being on the front is hurting that defense, or do you think? Uh, I'm, I don't know. The run defense is just—I mean, it's was approached like it's just been bad all year. And today they actually looked really good. Like they came out firing. First two drives off, we held the Chargers a couple three and outs. Like looked really great. And then, I mean, really the one thing that hurt us—we we even did good in offensive yards today. We looked really good. We. We outrushed them, which is big for us. Clyde Everett-Hilaire had a great bounce-back game from his big fumble last week, but also fumbled again this had week. A big fumble this week, yeah. And that's kind of – if you just look at the stats from the game, I mean, four turnovers, three in the first three drives, and you're down at the half 14-3. to three. I mean, there's a chance for 21 points to get on the board right there, and it could be a totally different ball game. I mean, Mahomes was careless with the ball there late in the fourth. I mean – that's just something you don't see Mahomes do. I mean, just yeah, kind of threw it up, overthrew. I mean, wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. I mean, really shout quick. Out the, shout out to the Chargers defense. Yeah. They played a great game. But do you think do you think Jackson Mahomes has anything to do with this? No, I don't. Would you kiss him right now if it meant that <laughs> that Kansas City is going back to the Super Bowl and they're actually going to win it this year? I still think they're gonna. I still think they're gonna go back to the Super Bowl. Are you avoiding the question? I I'm not. No. <laughs> All right. Anyways, you got him on the podcast just to <laughs> just set him up. I did. Yeah, I did set him up. Um. No. So do you think they're still gonna win the AFC West, or do you think the Chargers uh, kind of run with it? It's easily turn it around, right? I mean, yeah. We're first. This is the first time I've been last in the West since 2015. Mm-hmm. I'm not really worried about it. I mean, and that was the same year you became a. a a Chiefs fan, right? Like 2016? Yeah, yeah. First year. Um, anyways, <laughs> I mean, yeah, since 2015 is the last time they were last in the West, and they've been running with it ever since. I mean, I'm not going to panic. We could easily be 0-3. We could be 3-0. and Yeah. And just the way – if they can be consistent on both sides of the ball instead of consistent on one and not consistent on the other, they will dominate the rest of the year. They will – and there's still some question marks out there. Red zone D is terrible. Yeah, tell me about the linebacker issue, right? That's just I we had I mean Willie Gay's in the IR. They're talking about he might be back next week. Um, I'm not a big Ben Neiman fan. Mm. I just can't stand you, the you guy. You were yelling at him today on the TV. I, I would, yeah, I just can't stand. Him. Nick Bolton, love him. He's 
playing lights out right now for us. Rookie from the zoo is looking great. Um, there's a little safety issue I have in the secondary. I mean, we have the hug badger, obviously, but on the next to him right now is Daniel Sorensen. Mm-hmm. Nothing against him. He's a big play guy. He'll come up clutch for us. But I mean, Juan Thornhill, second round pick from Virginia. I mean, he's just sitting on the bench. I mean, he's a great player. I mean, and Steve Spagnuolo talked about it. He's just a couple plays away from getting out there. But I don't see the big deal with what the way we're, I mean, how we're playing where they can't come yeah. out. Right? But he can't be out there anyways just to play. Yeah. No, that's one player that can make an impact. Like I said, if you get Trey Flowers out of the field for the Seahawks, I think they win every game. But that's that's actually a really good rap on Casey. That's some stuff that me and Booth wouldn't know, which is why we bring these interview people in. He's nervous, I think. Uh, he's probably sweating or something. But he's it's a third ball, which you don't normally get, right, Booth? Yeah, yeah. No, something yeah. new. Something it's always nice to mix things up with the balls, right? <laughs> Cupping, uh when you're sore, obviously. Not not the ball. anyways. Great job with Casey. Great job. We're gonna keep you on the show because it's fun. Now we get to hear Booth talk, which everyone, everyone, I I you know, Booth, I heard someone the other day say I really like listening to Booth talk, and that made me happy. So is it you that said that? I'm always thinking that, baby. <laughs> All right, but tell me about Mike Ciancio's favorite team, our friend back home, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Ciancio really likes the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're kind of disappointing. They're last in the AFC North right now. Um, they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals 24-10. to 10. Uh, Both sides of the ball, the offense and the defense, didn't look very good. Uh, the defensive line was like nullified by the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. And there were some key injuries to Watt, Highsmith, and Alawalu. He has quite the name. Uh, <laughs> but I guess this was kind of their first game in, I think it said 75 games where they haven't recorded a sack, which is just unheard of. Usually the Pittsburgh Steelers have top tier defenses. And um, it was just a bit of a shock to see them. Did Watt um, play today? I, think, I thought he was out. I thought he was too. I didn't know if he would like suit up or not. I think he's still uh, out. I, I think he was announced out um, before the game. I didn't see him play at least from what I watched of the game. But yeah, I would have liked to see like a little bit better play design. Joe Burrow is like a relatively young and inexperienced quarterback. I think the Steelers coaching staff could have done something different to kind of mess with him a little bit. And then um, the offensive line just looked terrible for the Pittsburgh Steelers. All five of their offensive linemen were called for penalties, which is just kind of unheard of. Yeah, it's very rare. It's kind of embarrassing. And then yeah. Eric Ebron might be the Trey Flowers of the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> he passes today. He just looked like terrible. And I know drop passes and not unable to block are two things that people have talked about him for years. So the fact that he still has a job is pretty impressive. And then Retweet. I think <laughs> the last part of this is Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, his stats <laughs> like look decent if you look at his stats he threw for 300 yards a touchdown. But if you watch the game it's different yeah yeah his decision making he was immobile you see I the think, play uh, where he like fell yeah like, <laughs> triple like gravity yeah uh, i think kind of the the one important play to bring up is like with three minutes left in the game it was they were in the red zone it was fourth and ten they had a chance to do something and he throws a check down pass basically immediately to his running back it was fourth and 10 he threw about six yards behind the line of scrimmage Najee Harris couldn't do anything with it and that was pretty much the game so um I it just it seemed like he was kind of quitting on his team there so I I don't know if that's uh, a problem he has 
with the coaching staff or just he kind of gave up on that one game. But um, I'm curious to see what happens uh, moving forward for this team. But I think one kind of silver lining to this was Najee Harris looked great. Uh, he, he rushed for a ton of yards. He looked good. But everything else around him just looked bad. I agree. And the thing all three of us kind of wrapped around, and I think you hit the best on the offensive side for the Steelers, the, the Chiefs and the Seahawks at least have the blessing of having a top elite quarterback right now, especially in Kansas City with the strength arm of Mahomes. One, I don't think the Pittsburgh receivers are getting it done as they should, but also that falls back on how the offensive line has been playing in Pittsburgh, not allowing enough time for things to develop. But the three main takeaway, got a little sidetracked there, that all of a sudden was defense. And those – Honestly, those three divisions are going to be very hard. The NFC West was already projected to be the best division. And Seahawks already at one and two, it feels like you're playing a very far leap of catch up right now. Uh, in AFC West, teams like the Chargers are emerging to be very good. I think the Raiders obviously are doing great so far. Another win in Miami today, overtime gods. And uh, obviously the AFC North is balling with surprisingly the Bengals and Baltimore which brings us into our next topic. Jacob Booth, if What's you guys that? don't know, one sec. Um, pause on my podcast. I want to correct oh, here. go I, ahead. I said uh, Watt was injured. I should have been more specific. TJ Watt was injured. Derek Watt played today. So I was really worried about Derek. Should have been more specific. There, you know, <laughs> That's who you were talking about, right, Brett? Yeah, I was talking about Derek. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so anyway, yeah, I thought you were mad at me. I was like, what did I do wrong today? All right, really quick for those who don't know. I don't even know if Brett knows this. Your, your f- favorite team growing up, which I forgot what the reason was, was the Baltimore Ravens booth. And I think born in Idaho, there's no NFL team, so you just kind of got to pick one. Yeah, good for you. That's like people born in that fake state of Iowa. They just get to pick and choose whoever they want. Like exactly. uh, one day I hear they're Cubs fans, the next day they're a Royals fan, and they're a Bears fan, and then they're in Iowa football, and then they're a Michigan football, and it just changes a lot. So if you're from Iowa, I didn't single anyone out here if they're listening to this podcast. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, back to the topic. Your favorite team and your favorite kicker did something great today. And if you haven't heard about it, now you get to from the mouse, the beautiful mouth of Jacob Booth. Tell us about what transpired today in Detroit. I mean, Justin Tucker made uh, four field goals, but the most important one was the game winning 66 yarder. I think uh, it was uh, one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. It hit the uh, crossbar and spin off the crossbar. Yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, very dramatic moment to end the game. I think, uh, I think it's kind of one of the best kicks I've ever seen. Is a walk-off <laughs> kick cooler than a walk-off home run? Uh, if it's 66 yards, yes. Yeah, is that better than any walk-off home run other than maybe like David Freeze hitting a walk-off home run? And like, I guess the walk-off kick in the Super Bowl from, oh, is it Vinatieri or whatever? I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. I mean, Apples to oranges here, Nick. Come on now. Apples, well, balls, different size balls. That's what we're here for. Remember, we talk about, I, I had to find a way to incorporate a different ball. There you go. You're a but yeah, incorporating different balls. <laughs> Isn't that right, Brett? Upstairs. That's right, man. All right. Hey, a uh, really short podcast today, but I, if you guys listen to the podcast, I was, I've been told, or I told myself I was going to do this really quick. You weren't expecting this one, Booth. If any NFL team could get a different set of uniforms, what team's uniforms would you change? The Kansas and why? Team. Is that actually true? Yeah. Why is that? What? Oh, it's, yeah. I see, like jerseys, you know, you Change don't them a bit too while we're at it. Oh, yeah. Move because them out of Kansas City, put them somewhere else. Man, hey, would you since we have him here and this has been a debate and I you know how like this, like after the beast quake and stuff, Seattle is known as like the loudest stadium ever, according to like decibels. 
And then Kansas City was like, no, we're the loudest stadium ever. So they planned like an event, like at a game where they were going to break the record. So now they have the record again. Is that like an asterisk record in your opinion, where like you had to force it to become the record? I'm saying, did we lose Booth? Are you talking to me? Yes. Oh. Me and Brett have been debating this for a while. I thought you were talking to Brett. Brett's the one that. We've debated this for – we've been debating this for Because Seattle set the record for loudest stadium when that beast quake happened, you know, the run from Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, no, I'm aware of that one. Yes. Okay. Well, (laughs) I hope so, I guess. And then, you know, now Kansas City has it because they, like, plan the day where they're like, we're going to come, and then at this point in between the third and fourth quarter or whatever it was, we're going to all scream, you know, whatever, go Kansas City. Is that, like, an asterisk? Is that, like, the same kind of – championship that like UCF had when they went undefeated and when like it's not a real oh, record yeah. that's like uh that's like a WWE record you know you know like, oh. look and, and obviously you're outnumbered here two to one so it's not yeah, a fair it's not, not a fair pool the official verdict then. Two, balls oh, two balls to one we'll have you on the show more since you get it now they changed Kansas City's though shoot i kind of like the classic look brett brett since you're on the show you want to answer the question brett's here it would probably be the cleveland browns if i'm being honest i just think they're uh am i changing their logo or just the jersey just the uniforms like if you had to oh, up it, oh. if someone like and then you don't even have to have a design in mind because mm-hmm. you can't verbally explain a design i'm just wondering can i can i get a second here uh, sure brett do you have one in mind not right not the moment no you guys suck how am i supposed to do it the jerseys or the colors or just the jersey bro if you had to say here you're gonna get a new set of uniforms because these suck. Like, I'd update the Broncos ones. I'd probably go back to a little like more modern style throwback uniform because theirs hasn't been touched since like the John Elway, you know, era. But that's that's just me. Okay. Yeah, I think you're you're on your own here. I know. I need to. <laughs> we need to find interview people because like, oh, what are we talking about all the time? All we talk about is. This is just just this team did this on offense. This team did this on defense. What if people want to hear about the, you know, if you play 2K22, you know, you got to, you're endeavoring in fashion business too and stuff and music. You want to start rapping? You want, we'll drop a beat next time. Listen, if you're a rapper and you want to be on Two Dudes with Some Balls, go ahead. Brett, you got any music for us that you want to sing? I got nothing for you, man. Overall, how would you rate your experience on Two Dudes with Some Balls? It's been a blast. Are you going to listen to this when it comes out tomorrow uh, at I'll 8 Eastern? Sure I'll be for sure be listening. I <sighs> can't wait. And yeah, we'll, have to, we'll have to put you on the TikTok or something, you know? Can you give us a little, like, TikTok dance? No, I got to worry. So. <sighs> He's such a liar. He definitely does them in his room at night. Yeah, I practice a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's going to conclude our three dudes with some balls tonight. Thank you very much. Uh, that will do it for this one. This upcoming week, the end of baseball season is coming up, so we're going to start dealing into some MLB postseason playoff predictions and matchups. Brett, really quick, since we have you, who's going to win the World Series? Ooh. Um, I have to go with – I'm going to say the Dodgers. All right, if you're correct, we're going to send you some Two Dudes with Some Balls merchandise. Cards are sneaky, though. <laughs> they are sneaky 16 game win streak as of today stands hopefully if josh is listening to this maybe it'll get jinxed tomorrow who knows all right thank you guys so much for listening to two dudes with some balls brett say bye to the people and sign us off all right thanks for having me we'll see you guys later all right bye-bye